0: Welcome to the Kickin' Life Podcast, your host, Kickin' Life Guru, Master Rich Grogan. Hey, as we know, the world's not all sunshine and rainbows. As Rocky says, it will be a mean, nasty, ugly place that'll beat you to your knees and keep you there if you let it. However, that's where I come in, the Kickin' Life Guru. When life kicks your butt, when life knocks you down, as we know it's going to, I'm here to motivate you, to empower you, to inspire you, and kick you back up so you can live your best kickin' life. So saddle up, here we go. Hey, hey, hey. Greetings, everyone. Your kicking Life Guru Master Rich Grogan here. Hope you're having a fantastic day. Hey, uh, just a reminder, as always, if you haven't checked out our previous podcast, make sure you do so. Some amazing, amazing content. Last week, we talked about the small daily disciplines of, you know, those little bitty things that you may think are insignificant, but how big they actually are on the good side or the bad side, and the week before that, I had my lovely daughter on. She's 15 years old, and we talked about being original, put the device down. Yeah, being original, put the device down. And, of course, that's really geared toward teenagers, but also us adults. You know, it's become, we're almost addicted to our phones. I know, it's a horrible word, and that's scary. And a lot of you may say, oh, I'm not addicted. I challenge you that uh, I bet you can't go from one room to another Without holding your phone. I know. I, I've gotten better. And it was tough on me because when I first heard that, I was like, wait a minute. There's no way I'm addicted to this phone. What What's going on here? But I found myself going room to room to room. I've got now where I leave my phone in the office for if I'm home with the kids at night, if I'm not the martial arts academy, I leave it in there. And uh, you know, whatever messages or this or that, they can wait. They can wait. And I've gotten better. At first, it wasn't so good about it. But the more you do it, and that's kind of the small little daily disciplines, and those two shows fed right off one another. And, you know, the whole essence of the show here is me trying to inspire and empower and motivate you to live your best kicking life, meaning it doesn't mean you have to go around kicking everything, but you're kicking it. Yeah, best life ever. Because when the world kicks your butt, as we know it's often going to do, and it does too often, (laughs) I want to be there to motivate and inspire you and kick you back up. So by me doing that, I've got a, you know, kind of a sense of accountability. i got to make sure that I'm doing the very best I can in order to say, hey, I'm doing this. You need to do it. You know, I, I never liked when people said that. But I, I'm putting that kind of message in my own mind. If I'm asking people to live their best kick in life, then i got to make sure that I'm doing the small little daily disciplines that I need to do every day to make sure that I'm living my best kick in life. And I just shared with producer Brian uh, before we started the show here. One of my mentors, and I talked about this quite in depth on an earlier podcast, it was about, hey, give me the right hook of reality. Now, folks, you listen often, you know, one of my hashtags is right hook of reality. So please, hashtag the heck out of that thing. And that's just all about, boom, getting lit up with that. Things we don't usually want to hear, but things we definitely need to hear, the things that are going to help us be our very, very best, and of course, live our best kick in life. And that's another hashtag, I'm kind of on the hashtag kick here, is in Life, K-I-C-K-N-L-I-F-E. But the right hook of reality my mentor gave me was this. He flat out said, do you enjoy disrespecting people? Now, the truth be told, he probably didn't come across as hard as I just said that. Do you enjoy disrespecting people? But those are the words I heard. And it, it kind of stung a little bit. I was like, whoa, wait a minute. What do you mean do I enjoy disrespecting people? I mean, I give everything I've got to help people. He goes, oh, I know you do. I don't doubt that at all. I I know your personality. I know your attitude. I know you're here to serve, to help. But my point is, if you're only at 50% capacity because you're wore out, there's no way you're given 100%. Even if you give 100% of 50%, you're still only given 50%. Right. And his whole point was, he said, "Uh, when's the last time you got more than six hours of sleep? I was like, uh, when's the last time you got on a consistent you know, uh, workout regimen where you go to the gym consistently, if not every day, at least five days a week. And I was like, uh, <laughs> and then he says, when's the last time you really watched your nutrition? What, you know, intake you're taking in, what kind of food you're putting in your body? And I said, uh, <laughs> and the last one was, when's the last time you had some shutdown time, some meditative time. When's the last time you just, you know, kind of just, uh, um, did nothing, you know, did nothing. And for some, I was like, "Oh boy, i do nothing, probably too much. Now, it, it, there's a difference between doing nothing, meaning you're just kind of, you, you, devices are down, you've unplugged from everything, and you're just letting your mind kind of free of everything. You're not looking at Facebook. You're not looking at Instagram. You're not looking at emails. You're not looking at text. You're not looking at playing whatever games are on your phones. You're totally unplugged. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I, I have no idea. Now, the truth be told, I don't have any games on my phone. If you do, that's that's fine with you. Uh, I've got motivational apps and things of that nature. And it didn't always start off that way. It was just a, a kind of a little small daily discipline about doing those things. But the truth be told, unplugging means putting the phone down and totally unplugging. So he mentioned those things, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I I, I don't know. He goes, here's the thing. You've got all the energy in the world, but that energy sooner or later is going to hit the empty on the on the on the fuel gauge there and when it does boy you're gonna and it's happened numerous times i rarely share that stuff uh because i'm always going 100 miles an hour but i run out of go-go too but i will tell you this since he told me that and that was a couple months ago i really took it to heart especially when i got on the scale and my weight was 198.8 pounds so essentially 199 pounds and i told myself i am not i am not reaching 200 pounds Now, if you're, you know, 200 plus, whatever the case may be, but I'm five foot seven and a half (laughs) and uh, that's the most I've ever weighed. And I said, no, and it didn't happen overnight. It's not like I just woke up one day and there it was. It was, you know, small lack of daily disciplines, not watching my nutrition, not watching what I was putting into my body, not consistently going to the gym, you know, all the knots, 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 not sleeping enough, not having any shutdown time. And of course, the more stressed you are, the more you're going to take shortcuts on eating. And it just happens that way. We've got so much willpower. And let me give you an example of willpower. Willpower is this. If um, you, you wake up late and then you quickly jump out of bed, fly in the shower, take a quick shower, and ladies, you're putting on your makeup, guys, we're just trying to find clothes to wear, rush out the door, you're in a panic stress. Maybe you eat something, maybe you don't. But now you're running late to the office. Everybody in front of you is driving slower than possible than they, they possibly should be. Every red light You're freaking out. You're stressing out. So you do get to work. Maybe you throw down some coffee, and then you eat a donut or a danish or, you know, something that probably isn't the most healthy for you, and the body's saying, whoa, what's going on here? You should be doing better, and you get in a little mental battle with yourself. You know you should be, but uh, I can't do it right now. I'm I'm busy. Lunch rolls over. You're stressed. For whatever reason, that particular day, your boss gets on you more than normal, You rush home after work to take your kids to soccer or to baseball practice or hockey practice or martial arts class, and you're running like a maniac all day. And I know that's a typical day for a lot of us. I get that. I have a lot of those days myself. At least I did. I'm trying now to do a better job to kind of recalibrate things. My point is on the willpower. By the time you're done running, maybe it's 8 o'clock at night, you are completely exhausted from the day. You have zero willpower left. So what do you do? You drive through the drive-through of McDonald's or Burger King or Arby's or somewhere, and you know you say, you know what, yeah, uh, you know, today wasn't my best, but whatever, I'll, I'll do a better job tomorrow. And you get, or even Taco Bell, whatever, you get some garbage from the drive-through. You put that in, you feel bad. I mean, I, that first bite probably tastes really good, but then after that, you feel bad about eating it. You go to bed, you're exhausted. You ate stuff you, you know, probably wasn't the healthiest for you before you went to bed so you don't sleep very well. And guess what tomorrow brings? The same routine, over and over and over again. And that's how it happens, that simple. Because we're exhausted from willpower, our willpower's been depleted, and we start making poor choices. You know, what I used to do, I would come home and uh, after this, you know, I'd teach, I taught, some of you don't know this, but I taught for 11 years as a PE teacher, and then I'd go to the Martial Arts Academy at night, teach three, four, five classes, depending on the night, I would sit at the academy trying to work on some paperwork till usually 11, 11.30 at night. And then I also wanted to decompress a little bit before I tried to drive home because I usually had a smoking bad headache because I, you know, was grabbing stuff to eat kind of throughout. Drive home. And when I got home, I'd have my dinner, which was, you know, sitting in the microwave at midnight. And I would try and eat dinner while sitting on the couch doing paperwork but also trying to watch something on TV just to let my mind go free. And more times than not, and I'm talking three or four days a week, this was the cycle. I would fall asleep on the couch, uh, wake up, there's food all over me, and here it is, three or four in the morning, I'm like, oh gosh, I need to go to bed. Sometimes I would get up, climb stairs from the basement, go to bed. Sometimes I'd just lay there, and it seemed like 10 minutes later, even though it was probably two or three hours later, I'm getting up, doing the cycle all over again. Not only did I never really see my kids, which was terrible, the times when I did see my kids, I was so stressed out and so fried from dealing with other people's kids all day that I wasn't being the best dad. I had completely exhausted my willpower. That's not good. That's not a good way to live life. And I got caught up in that hamster wheel, if you will, day in and day out, doing the same thing over and over again. And I was like, what? I didn't know what to do to make it better. Well, I, I you know, it's one of those things I wish I would have known then what I know now but I know it now. So I'm trying to do better. And that's why I'm being so open on the kicking life podcast here to share these things with you. Cause if you're in that hamster wheel going around and round and round again, I want to tell and encourage you that, Hey, that's life. Don't beat yourself over it because then all you're going to do is feel even worse. And the worse you feel probably the least you're going to do about it. Yeah. I want to say, Hey, it happens. Let's learn from it and let's move on. Now, how do you move on? Make small little bitty changes, small little changes. Get up a little bit earlier, therefore you're not rushing out the door. Just a little bit earlier. And don't go from, if, say you get up at 8 o'clock, don't try and start getting up at 6 o'clock. It's never going to work. It may work for one day, maybe possibly two, but then you're going to fall back into the bad routine. If you normally get up at 8, try 745. And then back it off. Do that for a week, two weeks, three weeks, a month, whatever it takes, and then try to go to 730. And what you're doing is you're taking small little daily discipline steps in order to make something better and i promise that little bit is going to start a chain reaction because here's the deal you start a chain reaction getting up a little bit earlier you're not quite so stressed now you got a little bit of time to eat a better breakfast you're not rushing out the door like a maniac forgetting everything leaving your phone on the counter (laughs) yeah leaving your papers uh, in the office or on the desk or or forgetting to lay food out for your kids or whatever we all go through this stuff those little bitty things start to add up. Now, I mentioned about my the weight, you know, 199. Well, I weighed in uh, last week, and then again today, 181. Boom. Bye. Now, it didn't happen overnight. Little bitty steps. And uh, like this morning, got up. I've been to the gym. Uh, well, I didn't go yesterday, but I, we got a lift at home. I did that for 20 minutes, so I was happy about that. But today I got up, and it seems like it's a fight. I fight every single day, and those that – you, those that get up to go exercise or try and get up early because you want to start things better, your mind says, "Hey, what, what, well, just go back to bed." You know what? are, what are you doing getting up? Come on, man! You, you, you've got up early every day this week. One day's not going to kill you. Just, just go back to bed. And that's what my mind's telling me. And part of me is like, "Yeah, what the heck? Hey, this ain't going to hurt." Yes, it is Because if I wouldn't have done that I wouldn't have been to the gym already this morning And I wouldn't be here on the podcast My whole day would have been a, a, off to a rough start I've been running like a maniac Trying to catch my tail So it's those little things So all that ties in to today's show I know it kinda, that's a big lead in isn't it And today's show is Your best day or your best tomorrow Or your best day tomorrow, I guess Starts today So your best tomorrow starts today Now, is it easy? No I'm not going to lie to you. Nothing in life is easy. So now that we know that, let's move on. They I hear all the time, well, it must be easy for you. Hey, I've got my battles. You've got your battles. Everybody's got their battles. Nothing in life is easy. doesn't matter how many days I get up early. doesn't matter how many days I go to the gym. Every single morning, I'm fighting those battles. My mind's saying, you know what? It's okay to take today off. And, you know, and, and every once in a while, there's nothing wrong with that. But make sure that one day doesn't turn into two, three, four, five, six, and before you know it, you haven't been in the gym in a month. That's what happens. Or before you know it, you haven't eaten a quality uh, meal in a month, whether it be breakfast, lunch, dinner, wh- whatever. Make sure you're – I mean, just do that little bitty job. of. And I never looked at nutritional facts before. I never counted calories before. I never looked at – and I just didn't do it. I'm just being 100% honest. I started, and it wasn't easy at first. And another thing, folks, that's really going to help, if you've got a bunch of junk food in your house, you've got to remove that temptation. That stuff has got to go because if the temptation is there, you're going to succumb to that temptation. Oh, you know what? I'll just eat a couple chips out of the Dorito bag. Yeah. Yeah, If you can stop after a couple chips, very, very good. But most of us, you're going to, one or two chips, one or two chips, one or two chips. Now, once again, there's nothing wrong with every once in a while, you know, enjoying something you enjoy. But I promise you, you eliminate a lot of that yucky stuff that's in your pantry, you will lose a taste for it. You will. And it's hard to go cold turkey. It really is on anything. You know, people that try and quit smoking, it's very tough. People try and quit drinking, it's very tough. People that try and quit, you know, eating Doritos, a bag of Doritos a night is very tough, or Twinkies, or ice cream, or whatever else it is. And I'm not saying you got to totally give it up. Obviously, it's your life. You can do whatever the heck you want. I'm just trying to encourage you to make better choices. You know, I, I used to love, uh, micro, well, I, st- I still do, but it's kind of lost its flavor, microwave popcorn. I bet I would eat microwave popcorn just about every night, um, in, you know, the nights I was home with the kids or even sometimes i get home at, like I said, midnight and uh, eat whatever supper was left and then eat a bag of microwave popcorn. And I wonder why I wasn't feeling the best now that was several years ago my metabolism was a little bit higher so and most of the time running around like a maniac teaching gosh darn 12 14 sometimes more classes a day yeah it was was able to burn most of that off but i've aged a little bit and my metabolism slowed down a little bit and i'm not teaching all that many classes a day i'm doing other things i'm doing more sitting behind the desk typing now than i've ever done before so things had changed and if that's kind that of paints a little bit of a picture of your life, you can see why that change has happened. So make those little bitty choices because the best tomorrow starts today, and it starts with those small daily little disciplines, those little bitty things, those things that aren't very fun, those things that are boring. They're not very sexy. They're just the little things you need to do. But I promise by doing those little things, you are creating a better tomorrow. Kind of to tie off of that, after my, one of my mentors gave me a right hook of reality, I, I, and I listen. this is something I also do, folks, uh, on YouTube, every morning I'll start off, and when I'm in the gym working out, I'll go to YouTube and pick out some motivational, inspirational, empowering videos and just listen to them, planting the seeds. Because those negative seeds are trying to talk me out of going to the gym, I need to combat them. Obviously, what you focus on magnifies. If I would, uh, like this morning, immediately got up, made my shake, got my shoes on. And in the midst of putting my shoes on, my mind's saying, "Oh, you're really going to do this again today? Come on, you've got a busy day, you got a lot of stuff going on. Let's not. Let's just let's not do this today." That's what my mind's telling me. And I've got this little civil war going on in my brain. "No, we're doing it." Oh, "Are you sure?" back and forth. Those things happen. But I just, you know, kind of almost made up my mind. I'm doing it. Grab my shake, and here's the thing. If I would have sat down at the computer to check email or do something else, I'd probably still be sitting there right now the podcast would be late coming out. I definitely wouldn't have went to the gym. So you're committed to do those things, do those things and move on. I hear people talk all the time about your, um, if you don't own the morning, you've lost the battle most of the time for the day. And a lot of times you lose the battle when you look at your phone first thing. And now truth be told, I, I'm getting very good about when I wake up, I kiss my wife, tell her I love her. I'll go in and kiss my kids. If they're still asleep. And I'll fix my hot tea and get my yogurt or my shake or whatever else I'm making, and then I'll look at my motivational apps, and that's I got to discipline myself because the temptation's there to check Facebook, check Instagram, and everything else. But I look at my motivational apps. I'll make a post or two, and then I put the phone down. I don't reply to text. I mean, unless it's something. Ex- if it pops up and you know, in the midst of looking at that, I may reply. But most of the time, I just let it sit. I sure as heck don't click on email because I don't want anything to handicap my day right off the bat in other words if I check on email and there's something that happened last night then I got to try and immediately put out a fire which is going to lead to something else something else something else listen that that email has been sitting there all night it can sit there for a couple more hours while I go to the gym while I have a quality breakfast and and you know move on my day and there after that I'm able to probably handle the email in a much better manner than I could have if I was kind of caught off guard or stressed or hadn't eaten properly or haven't exercised. So once again, those little bitty things. Is it easy? now? Can you do it? Absolutely. Is it worth it? Worth it? Oh my gosh, yes. Oh my gosh, is it worth it? So I kind of circled around, but something I heard after the right hook reality from my mentor. The um, it was a um, one of the motivational speakers I listened to on YouTube. And I'd be honest; I don't remember exactly which one it was, but the uh, um, the thing that he had said about taking care of yourself, he had mentioned. Look, if you want to be around for your kids, if you want to be able to still play with your kids, if you want to be healthy to enjoy your kids' lives as they get older, you got to start planting the right seeds today. Start doing the right things today exercising today, eating properly today, in order to assure that success for tomorrow. Now, of course, there's always the chance that, you know, you, you could get a disease that, you know, bumps you off or you could get hit by a car. I mean, there's always things that happen It could happen. But you're planning that those things aren't going to happen. You're planning for the future. You're planning that you can have the best. You can give the best as you grow older. But that starts now. That starts today. And you can do it. It's just a choice. It's a choice to get rid of that bag of Doritos or it's a choice to leave them there. It's a choice to get up a little bit earlier or to sleep in. And I'm not saying you can't, but if you want to make a change, you've got to to do what's necessary, and that is change you, change your mindset, change your beliefs, change your patterns, change your habits. That's a lot of stuff to change, I know. But you change one thing, I promise it's going to lead to another. In other words, you got up, you say you got up early enough you ate a, a quality breakfast, you went to the gym and worked out, you you uh, then went on to your day, you ate a good salad for lunch or something reasonable, all because you worked out in the day and you're like, man, I worked my butt off here. I'm not about to ruin it by eating garbage because that would have been lost. If I go out and have, you know, McDonald's cheeseburger fries and a supersized shake, I just killed everything I worked off this morning. So you're going to be a little more. Uh, respectful to yourself and a little more discipline about what you put in your body. And then you're feeling good. Then you're like, you know what? This has been a good day. I'm going to have a quality meal tonight. You have a quality meal tonight. You go to bed feeling good. You go to bed feeling good. Guess what? You're going to sleep a heck of a lot better. And when you're sleeping better, you wake up more refreshed. Holy cow. And then the cycle repeats itself. You know what? I feel great. Now that does not mean that does not mean your mind's not going to try and fight you and say, hey, you you, you over, you over, did a great job yesterday. Good job for you. Man, you ate right. You exercised. You felt great. Let's feel even better by going and sleeping in today and skipping the gym today. It's okay, man. You went yesterday. Your mind's going to do that to you. You've got to fight your mind and say, no, I'm going to do it again today. You overcome that. You overcome overcome that little temporary satisfaction of going back to bed by replacing it with temporary discomfort because you know the reward at the end is going to be so much better. So temporary discomfort, but you're gonna have, oh, you're gonna have no regrets and you're gonna feel outstanding about it. And what I mean by that, and some of you may be saying, oh no, I always feel better when I sleep in, well, you you might, you might, that temporary satisfaction, but you're never going to feel as good as when you get done exercising. When you're done, first you're just like, gosh, thank goodness that's over. But your body's saying, hey, man, thank you very much. And your mind's going to, okay, it was worth it. But it doesn't mean, once again, I know it sounds crazy, you're going to be fighting those battles again the next morning. But do it, those little bitty things. And they lead to so much. You know, um, change is probably, probably one of the toughest things to do, any type of change. Why? Because your, your, your mind is, is it's conditioned to keep you safe to keep you comfortable, to keep you kind of in that protective zone. If you're here, if you do what you've always done, well, you're always going to get what you've always got. I mean, that makes sense, right? You always you do what you've always done, you're always going to get what you've always got. Yeah, you want to do you want to get something different? You got to change. In order to get something different, you got to change what you do normally. We got to change what you do every day. But your mind is all about, hey hey, if you're safe in this comfort zone, you're safe in this bubble. You're not putting yourself out there. You're not uh, uh, rocking the ship at work. You're not, you know, pushing yourself out of the comfort zone. You're safe. You're safe. And you are. However, life will pass you by. And being safe may seem comfortable, but it's just temporary comfort. Temporary comfort. And what I mean by that is if you don't change, if you don't push yourself, if you don't try and better yourself, if you don't read books, if you don't try and better your life, your life's never going to get any better. But one thing's going to happen. You're going to continue getting older and older and older and older, and your life is going to pass you by, and you're going to have a ton of regret at the end. Yeah. An ounce of discipline, write this down, an ounce of discipline is better than a ton of regret. Think about that. An ounce of discipline. Sounds easy. I know. It's not. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. It is tough, but I am going to tell you it is worth it. It is so worth it in so many ways. But back to change and uh, the, how do you live your best tomorrow starting today? Like I said, those little bitty changes and change may be the scariest thing you face, you know, overcoming the fear of change. I mean, it's tough and then overcoming the fear to get out of the box. You know, the only real risk, and I got this from, uh, uh, there was a video today I was listening to, the only real risk is to stay the same, to refuse to change, to stay in that comfort zone. And why is that a risk? Because you risk not being who you're born to be. You risk not achieving a goal that you set for yourself. You risk not going for it. You risk that reward, that satisfaction, that gratitude, that thankfulness, that yes, I did it. You risk never experiencing that by staying in that bubble, in that box, in that comfort zone. That's a big risk. That's a huge risk. You can do it. You've got to believe in yourself, but you got to take those small little steps. Nothing in life is easy. You know that. Life is, regardless if we're in that bubble or not, it's going to kick our butts. It's going to kick our butts. That's what the Kick in Life show is all about, to kick your butt back up to help you live your best kick in life. So there you go. Now, folks... I do uh, video blogs on my YouTube channel. It's uh, Rich Grogan, Kickin' Life Guru. Check out, subscribe to the YouTube channel. I do video blogs daily, and those babies are up there. And you can listen to those over and over again, obviously. You can watch those on your TV. The uh, podcast here, obviously, if you haven't downloaded uh, previous episodes, please go and do so. Subscribe to the podcast. Share the podcast with others because collectively, that's how we're going to make our society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live. And, and what I mean by that is, if you're feeling better about yourself, if you're happier, you're feeling good, you're smiling more, you're being more grateful, you're being more thankful, you're being happier, yeah. And then happier people are going to do even more things to make themselves feel healthier. You know, if you're smiling more, feeling better about yourself, you wanna, you're going to want to recreate that experience. So you're probably going to start eating a little bit better, you're going to start exercising a little bit more, you're going to start feeling better about yourself. That's happy, that's healthy. Happier, healthier people make our society a safer place. Because happy, healthy people aren't out shooting up schools. Happy, healthy people are not out being rude and bullying and being mean and being disrespectful and being hateful and being ugly and posting disgusting comments on Facebook. Happy and healthy people don't do those things. And, of course, the people that are posting those ugly things, they're not happy or healthy inside. Now, they might be physically fit outside, possibly, um, I, I don't know, maybe they are, maybe they're not, but mentally they're definitely not healthy. Because healthy, happy people don't say ugly, rude, disrespectful, de- degrading, derogatory comments. And that's unfortunately what fills a, a good majority of social media. thing that I've done is I'm very, very limited on my social media anymore. I post my stuff to motivate and inspire and empower people, to continue building our tribe, to make our society... A happier, healthier, and safer place to live. But other than that, I don't, I don't spend a whole lot of time on it. And it's healthy. It is extremely healthy. It's mentally refreshing. Yeah. And of course, it makes me a heck of a lot happier. How, however, you know, a large number of people spend anywhere 8, 10, 12, 15, 18 hours a day. Now, you think about that for a minute. It's like, why well, I'm not that bad. I only spend eight hours a day. That, that's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, and then others spend, some teenagers, 18, 20 hours, they go to bed just to wake up and plug back into it. It's not healthy, folks. It's not healthy. Get out. Enjoy the world. Enjoy the beautiful sunset, the sunrise, any of those little bitty things that, once again, start it today. Tomorrow never comes. You know, to quote uh, Apollo Creed and Rocky, there is no tomorrow. There is no tomorrow, right? When Rocky, the runner on the beach, those that remember Rocky 3, and Rocky, you know, has lost the eye of the tiger. Rocky has lost all his passion and his will to, to fight again, to train hard, to be a part of it. That's after Clubber Lang just beat the tar out of him. Yeah, Rocky lost it all. He lost his eye of the tiger. He lost his spirit. And those things happen. I've lost mine countless times. And here's the hardest thing once it's lost, holy smokes, is it hard to get back? I mean, it is tough. It is very tough. So if you see you're starting to decline toward that, you know, the depths of hell, if you will, man, oh, man, try and start fighting that battle early because once you hit the bottom, baby, it is tough to get up. Doesn't mean it's impossible. Nothing's impossible. But once you hit the bottom, boy, you got a heck of a climb. You can do it. You can do it. But if you feel yourself sliding down that, start it today. Even if you're not sliding down, start today to create the better tomorrow. Because in life, I'll run into people I haven't seen for years. Hey! And I'll say to them, hey, how's things going? I haven't seen you in forever. Oh, about the same. About the same. I haven't seen you in 10 years. Well, if, if it's about the same as it was five years, 10 years, 20 years ago, man, nothing's really the same. Because just like in business, such as life, you're either getting better. Or you're getting worse. That's all there is to it. There is no about the same. Because every single day that passes is one less day you have to live on this planet. Yeah. Make it the best. Make it the best you can. Live the best possible life. You're going to have bad days. Heck yes, you are. You're going to have days and uh, situations and life that's going to kick you in the teeth. It's going to beat you to your knees and keep you there if you let it. Just like Rocky saying to his son. That's life. But if you believe enough in yourself to get back up, if you're planting the right seeds in your mind, if you're listening to motivational, inspirational, empowering messages, you know, what seed you plant, what seed you plant is what you're going to harvest. You plant negativity by continuously reading, scrolling through all the hatred on Facebook, and man, oh man, it, it, it's <laughs> it's addicting and it's, it. Uh, I guess, enticing in a way. And, and I'll give you an example. I posted something. It was a beautiful sunset. And uh, it had a person kind of looking through, almost like looking through their hand at the uh, sunset there, kind of almost like a, um, oh, like a micro, not a microscope, a telescope. And the caption was all about um, think of today and be grateful for God made this day. And, you know, just giving us a chance to stop, slow down and look at this beautiful picture and think that God had created this for us. I got, my gosh, that thing was 270 likes, like 100 and something shares. It was blowing up. And then one person posted on there something about uh, um, being offended by the post. And then another person. It started a firestorm once one person said something bad. Now, I got all these different, uh, not only likes, but flooded comments. Amen. God bless. Thank you. I really needed this today. Oh, that really helped me to stop for just a second and look at the beauty. Those are all beautiful. That made me feel good. And then this one person started a firestorm with something just horrible. Ugly, ugly, ugly heart. <laughs> and then I, I shouldn't have done it. I should have just deleted the comments and went on. But after a couple more, I put on there, I said, you know, you, 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 uh, <laughs> I can't think anything what I wrote. Oh, I said, you know, you, what you focus on, you know, magnifies what you look for, you will surely find. If you look to find the good, you're going to find the good and the beauty in this picture. If you look to find the bad, you're going to find the bad. And how in the world someone could find bad with this picture, I have no idea. Well, they got told they are offended and da-da-da-da-da. The reason I'm bringing this up, folks, all the likes, all the positive comments, a part of me, a part of me thought about pulling that post down just so I wouldn't rock the boat, just so I wouldn't offend people. And that made me madder than heck that that thought ever entered my mind. Here, I've got all these people saying, thank you so very much. You helped me think. You helped me stop and slow down. You helped me take a breath. You helped me pray and say I was thankful. You helped me realize that, you know, my life's in a whirlwind just spinning in circles. But the fact that you posted that, I was able to stop, look at that picture, and just take a breath. That helped my day. My day was so much better from that. Feeling all that positive energy come from those messages and then to hear, one, two, and it was actually four different people that just kept saying the same ugliness. Oh, my gosh. Now, I, I'm a fighter, folks. I mean, that's just how it is. I fought to get my first breath in this world, and I've been a small person my whole life. I've, I, I'm a fighter. I'm trying to mature a little bit so I can be a little bit better using, you know, the one or two functioning brain cells that I have, so I'm not always <laughs> on the aggressive here. And I've gotten a little bit better at that, and that's through meditation, that's through reading, that's through prayer, that's through just, you know, trying to think there's a better way, right? You know, he who lives by the sword dies by the sword, you know, and, and uh, you know, brawn is limited where the mind is infinite, you know, all those famous sayings, I'm trying to do a better job with that. But my, my I'll tell you my Achilles, eh, it's not Achilles heel, but it's, um, I don't even know if it's a weakness. Uh, it's a thing that that, it that, that lights my fire. It's. Bullying—it's disrespect. It's degrading. It's trying—it's ugliness, for no other reason than to be mean, rude, disrespectful, and just trying to hurt somebody. I hate that with a passion, and I hate to say the word hate because that's bad. I posted something the other day. If, um, if, if, if you're at a level where you have hatred toward another, you've been defeated. I'll say that again. If you have hatred toward another, you've been defeated. And it's tough i mean they, they beat you they've made you hate them don't hate them i'm not saying you have to well god says we gotta love them so love them because that's probably the right thing to do but love yourself enough not to let those negative seeds pop in your head and i'm telling you some first class experience because it just happened the other day it just happened the other day and guess what i thought of that too way way too much of that day and it ruined a good part of that day it did And I went to bed thinking about it. Matter of fact, I got up and I put on my headphones and meditated and and prayed. Help me flush this thought out of my head. And I was able to do it. It wasn't easy, but I wasted a good majority of the day. And here I'm still talking about it. (laughs) But I'm trying to talk about it to share it with you. Because a part of my brain said, pull that thing down. Why? I know in my heart what my intentions were. I know in my heart that this post was going to inspire and motivate and help lift a number of people up. And it sure as heck did. You know, get a hundred and something shares on a post. That's pretty doggone amazing. Why the the people that that wrote those ugly comments, why they chose to do that, I have no idea. I have no idea. I've, you know, fired back a thing about look, this is a spiritual site, this is all about, and spirit is whatever you believe. I believe in God. He's my Lord and Savior. I believe that. If, if you believe in something different, that's totally fine. But it's all about, I believe, in that positive energy that you've been given a gift. And the more people you can make smile, not only making God smile, but you're making yourself feel better. And the better you feel, the better you're able to serve others. So it's kind of an endless cycle. And I put that on there about this is what the site's all about. I do not accept ugliness and hatred. Whatever your reasons are, I'm sorry. But let's look at the big picture here look at the beauty that's right there and what you look for you'll surely find and of course they fired back to that which made me mad I wanted to jump through the computer and just you know light them up with my right hook of reality and I got to thinking what am I doing what am I doing I'm wasting because here's the thing folks we've only got so much time and the time that I spent dealing with that nonsense dealing with that ugliness and for whatever reason they have ugliness in their heart I don't know why But the fact is they sucked me in and I focused my energy on that which took away my time and energy on doing more positive, productive things, doing what I could to help out some kids at the academy, doing what I could to spend time with my own kids, doing what I could to be spending time with my wife, doing what I could to be spending uh, time filming another positive video blog or writing my notes for my podcast or writing my book or even calling my mom and dad. Every time, just because we're limited with time. Every, it's the old If you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. I said yes to dealing with this negativity, and I said no to dealing with what I do best, to dealing with what I feel is my God-given talent to help people feel better about themselves. Now, the truth be told, I tried to reason with these people, and, and it broke my heart. I mean, it made me madder than heck. I'm not going to lie to you. But it made me mad because it's like, my gosh, th- th- really, people, this is the world you live in? It really, really hurt my heart. And I'm not lying and I'm, you know, a fighter, but I'm also a sensitive guy. It's a good balance, but it really did because I thought, how can these people ever live their best kick in life when they see this ugliness and they display this ugliness? And of course, what I did was, <laughs> you know, I'm like everybody else. When I saw that pop up, I clicked on their profile and what did I see? Oh, just hateful, ugly, ugly stuff. And it really broke my heart. And at the same time, like I said, it was a a balance. It made me madder than heck because these people are having an impact on others, having an impact in a negative way. Be careful. Be careful. So learn from me. In order to live your best tomorrow, you got to start today. I learned a lesson. I should not have spent the amount of time that I spent on that post. I should have just deleted it, banned those people, which I end up doing. And guess what? After that, as of today, I checked back just to see. And that thing just keeps getting likes and shares, and it's a beautiful message. So I don't, I don't know what they saw or what they didn't like and, or what their problem was. And, and I may never know. Maybe it's just, you know, some trolls out there that enjoy doing those things. But the fact that I was tempted to take it down made me madder than heck at myself. Because if you know in your heart you're doing the right thing, don't worry about what others say. Do the right thing for the right reasons and the right people will follow you. You're always going to have a few others. My son Austin, I told him about it, and he said, uh, he goes, well, Dad, that's all part of you know growing. That's all part of making an impact. That's all part of getting a following. You know, When uh, the more people you get and the more people you impact and the more people you help and the more people that like what you're doing and the more people you inspire, you're going to get a lot of other people that are envious and jealous of that. That always kills me. I don't know how in the world, I always say that, how in the world could anybody be jealous of me? I, I, I've worked I mean my goodness I've worked hard worked hard worked hard started from the bottom bankrupt twice and overcome battles and challenges just like everybody else I'm no special I'm nothing different I just chose to do you know find my God-given talent my passion and work toward it jealousy I think is the weakest 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 weakest, weakest human emotion and the reason I say that is because you're saying through your jealousy, through your envy, that someone's better than you, that you can never be that good. Well, here's a right hook reality. You're never going to be as good as that person. What? Because you're not that person. Guess what? They're never going to be as good as you because they're not you. Everybody's different in every imaginable way. And when we compare ourselves to others, we compare ourselves to other success or failures, we're never going to win. That's not how you live your best tomorrow. If you're today comparing yourself to others, saying, well, I'm never going to be as popular as he is, you don't want to be as popular. You want to be better. But you can't be him. You can't be her. You can only be you. Yeah, don't be a cheap replica of somebody else. Be an original. Be the one and only you. It's not easy. You can do it and it's much, much better because you're standing on your two legs. You're standing here on the foundation that you built. You're standing on what you created and you're living your dream. You're living your purpose. So, I mean, it's it's a no win situation when you compare yourself. You compare yourself to someone who may be doing better than you, maybe financially or health, uh, uh, physically or mentally or emotionally. Well, then you're going to say, Oh, I guess I'm never going to make that level. You're going to defeat yourself. And then when you compare yourself to somebody who may not be doing as well as you, Maybe they're not in the best of shape. Maybe they don't have a job. Maybe they don't drive the nicest car, wear the nicest clothes. They might be the happiest person in the world. We don't know. I mean, happiness is determined and dictated by each individual. You know, one person's misery is another person's happiness. Another person's happiness is another person's misery. We don't know, but when we compare ourselves to somebody that we think is not doing as well as we are, then we're going to say, well, at least I'm not as bad as that guy. And what are you doing? You're judging someone else. Focus that time on you. The only person you can change, the only person you can really make an impact in, is you. And the better you are, the better I am, the better we are going to be. Think about that. The better you are, the happier you are. The better picture example you're, you're painting for your kids or your older brother, your older sister, your coworkers. If you're a leader, you know the the your, 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 tri, uh, your tribe and your followers. If you're a CEO in a corporation, your employees, the better you are and working on the only person you can truly change is you from the inside out to be a better person, focusing on having a better tomorrow, starting today, you know, listen to positive things, putting down the device, not getting tied up in uh, social media, political wars and all the other nonsense that's going on. Be you. And the better you are, the better you're going to lead others, and the better uh, example you're going to show for others. And, of course, that, 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 that is how we make our society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live. But it all starts with us. I can't change anybody, and, and that's that's a hard lesson for me because I truly want to do everything I can to help people. I wear a ring that's got the serenity prayer on it. <laughs> I do, and I need to read it every single day. And the serenity prayer? Those that uh, may have forgotten it, or maybe if you've never heard it before, the serenity prayer is this. God, please grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. The wisdom to know the difference is (laughs) the biggest thing I have a problem with because I'm always trying to say, guys, (laughs) folks, I wasn't, uh, I mean, I was always a positive, optimistic person. I always talked a lot. I mean, according to my second grade teacher, Richie talks too much. Yeah, it is. Richie, stop talking. (laughs) I heard that constantly. But uh, um, uh, I was always positive. But I allowed the the weeds or the negativity or the pressure of the world to make me not believe in myself, to beat me down, make me feel inferior, make me feel like I, I, I wasn't born to be special, made me feel like I wasn't born to do what I'm doing beat me down, and held me down, and it was a lot of the group and uh, people I was surrounding myself with. It was a lot of the input, the data I was putting in my brain, the seeds I was planting in my garden, you know, in my mind. was Two, uh, uh, <laughs> it? 2012 is when the life really, 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 I mean really started to change. It opened up. I, I, I just I found a new group of follower, people to be around, and uh, it all started by listening to a webinar A martial arts webinar and the lady on the webinar talked about Zig Ziglar I never heard of Zig Ziglar before never heard of him but she referenced him she brought up you know a couple of his quotes and then my favorite quote of all times is well it's a Zig Ziglar quote how do you get everything you want in life by helping enough other people get what they want and I'm like oh I mean that was so profound." because I've kind of been preached the different way. It's all about, hey, you better take care of yourself. You know, the squeaky wheel gets the oil. You better make sure you look out for yourself because nobody else will. If you've got an opportunity to take a shortcut, you probably better do it because you may not have that opportunity and everybody else is doing it. Why shouldn't you do this? These are the seeds that were planted in my brain and not only planted, but they were nurtured and cultivated and replanted and watered and replanted again. And 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 I didn't feel right in my heart about it, but I was like, well, I I guess that I mean that's uh, I I guess it's right. That's what everybody's doing. Everybody's not doing that. Everybody that I was surrounding myself with was doing that, but that doesn't mean everybody was doing it. Any time I would object to that or feel bad about that or talk about that, I felt like I was on an island by myself. I mean, I'm talking on Gilligan's Island with no skipper, no professor, no Marianne, <laughs> no Ginger, no the millionaire and his wife, nobody, Richie, all by himself. So Richie was lonely. <laughs> so Richie would migrate back to the crowd, to the herd, because I didn't know what else to do. It, these things have always been out there. Jim Rome, one of my absolute favorites, along with Zig Ziglar, John Maxwell, Chris Widener, um, Jack Canfield, Jeffrey Gittimore, Simon Sinek. All these guys, Les Brown, were out there always. They were always there. But I never knew anything about them because of who I was surrounding myself with, because it was about today, not necessarily about tomorrow. I didn't, not that I didn't know to plan for tomorrow. I always wrote New Year's resolutions. I, I well, I, I, I think I probably went a, I don't know, three to five year stretch where I stopped writing New Year's resolutions. And the reason why is because I would write them and never look at them again. So I wasn't working toward them. Yeah. And that's, I asked one of our adult classes not too terribly long ago, hey, who in here, well, it has a list of goals. Only like one hand went up. I'm like, whoa! I said, All right, who writes down New Year's resolutions? Maybe two hands went up, and I'm like, folks, why not? Why not? And you probably guess what the number one answer was. Yeah, why write them down? I know I'm not going to do them anyway. They're not going to come true. I'm not going to work toward them. Oh my gosh! It was it was uh, man. You talk about a right hook of reality. I got flattened. I mean, that was not only a right hook, it was followed up by a front kick and a round kick that took me down, and I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, goals are important. What gets wrote down, what gets scheduled gets done, and it's not easy. Nothing in life is easy, but it's, once again, those small little steps. You want a better tomorrow. You want to live your best tomorrow. You want to live your best possible life. You want to live your best kicking life. That means, man, you're kicking it in life. That's what that means. You got to start it today. You got to plan it today. You got to work at it today. Little bitty steps. It's not going to happen overnight. But a journey of a thousand miles, how does that start, folks? One step. And if you consistently take one step every single day, and I, and I say this, and a lot of times people say, man, that's going to take forever. Well, what else are you going to do? I mean, really, what else? It may take forever. It may take a year. It may take three years. It may take five years. It may take longer, but at least you're moving forward. You've got something to look forward to. You've got something that you're aspiring to gain, something you're aspiring to get. You're working toward that. And you say, well, what if I do all this and, uh, you know, in, in five years I'm dead? Well, you got nothing to worry about anyway then, right? Yeah. Yeah, if you're not around in five years, you've got nothing to worry about. But let's make the best of your, or the rest of your life, the best of your life. Or the best of your life, the rest of your life, however you want to say it. But it starts with those little small steps. And you can do it. You can do it. I want you to look in the mirror. I have the kids do this at the academy all the time. And it's always cool because I want the parents to chime in. And the parents are like, oh, I don't know about saying all that. Some do, some don't. It's up to you. But this: look in the mirror. You look in that mirror and you look at that beauty that God has created. You look at that person that's one in 7.5 billion people on the planet. Look at that person. And I want you to say, I believe in you. Say it. And mean it. And a lot of you go, oh, "That's the I can't do that." I have the kids do it. I say, "Hey, hey, you! I'm looking at you. I'm talking to you." As they're looking in the mirror, <laughs> I believe in you. I believe in you. You can do anything. You can do anything, and you truly can. But you gotta be willing to pay the price. You gotta be willing to do the work. You gotta be willing to set the goals. You gotta be willing to start today, in order to have that best possible life. But you can do it. You can do it. Overcome those fears. Believe in yourself. Block out the negative. That's the best p- place to start. My life changed, like I said, in 2012. It's because I slowly but surely started moving my way away from the negative influences, away from the anchors, away from the the, the people that were pulling me down. You've got to move forward. Now, there's a way to handle that. I mean, you can just go cold turkey, cut them off. I, I can't hang around with you anymore. That's it. I'm done. I don't suggest that, but I do suggest slowly but surely – maybe stop going out with those people all the time everywhere once in a while okay but it's kind of like uh, Matthew McConaughey said this in one of his acceptance speeches he said you know that group of friends that you go out with and all they ever talk about is the past they never talk about moving forward they never talk about goals they never talk about anything that's happening anything they want to achieve they're just talking about the past now there's nothing wrong with the past there's nothing wrong with reminiscing in the past there's not But if you get caught up and that's all you do, you're not moving forward. And then he also goes on to say, and you know that bar you guys always go to? And every time you leave, you've got the worst worst hangover the next day? You know the one. Why do you keep doing that to yourself? If you want to move forward, you've got to move forward. There's nothing wrong with going out with friends, maybe having a few beverages, if that's what you choose to do. That's okay. But if it becomes a two, three, four night a week pattern, or becomes something you got to do every Friday and Saturday, oh my goodness, I don't know that it's helping you get towards your goals. And somebody say, "Well, man, I work my butt off all week. I earn this. I deserve this. I want this." Okay, well, I mean, if you want to do that, that's fine. And 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 you know, just like anything else, every once in a while is not a bad thing. It's when it becomes your life. When you become caught in the past, when your group of friends is pulling you back, holding you back, and you know, you know if they are, that hurts. It truly does. But you know in your heart if this group of people, this group of friends, this uh, circle of influence is not helping you become your very best, you know it. It's not easy. And like I said, I'm not saying you'd be rude and disrespectful and mean to anybody, but I am saying start respecting yourself enough to start not hanging out with that group as much. Start looking, if you're on social media a lot, looking for more positive, motivational, inspirational groups to be a part of. Start flushing that garbage out. Till up that garden and get those negative seeds out. Start surrounding yourself with more positive people. Start reading books. Start listening to my, my <laughs> I'm going to you know, self-promote my podcast here. Listen to podcasts like this, the and Life podcast. We've got, this our 74th episode. So heck, you've got a lot of episodes to play catch up on. But by planting those right seeds, my goodness, you're going to have the right foundation there. And I promise you, when you start listening to more motivational stuff, when you start eating a little bit better, when you start reading inspirational, life-giving books, you start going to the gym, you start sleeping better, you're, not only is your life going to change, it, you're going to experience something you've never experienced before. You're going to attract a new group of people. You're going to attract a new group of friends that have always been there, but you've never been able to see it because you've focused your time on something else. And like I said, with the example of the post I gave, or the the yeah the post on Facebook that we had a couple of ugly comments come, I focused and spent my time on dealing with that ugliness because I was truly trying to help. But and I found out some people can't be helped. You can't. I mean, they've got to be willing to help themselves. And I don't say I failed, but I did learn a lesson. Love block, delete, and move on. But the time I spent on that was time I took away from spending on. Maybe making help myself become better, maybe exercising, maybe spending time with my kids, maybe working on my book, maybe working on my notes for the podcast, whatever. But I chose to spend my time on this, which took away from this. So if you choose to spend your time with people that are dragging you down, you're not choosing to spend your time with people that lift you up, that elevate you to help you become your very best. It's a choice. No, it's not easy. Nothing in life is easy. So we know that. Let's get over that. Bang, there's your right hook of reality. Quit using that as an excuse and quit using the fact that I don't have time. Everyone's got time. Tony Robbins says if you don't have 10 minutes, you don't have a life. I know that's a heavy hitter. I know that's probably ticking a few people off, but it's the truth. And you know in your heart it's the truth. Just trying to be honest. I'm just trying to give you all I've got because I have said those things. I've said I don't have time. I've said I can't do that. I've said... Well, I don't know if I ever said I can't do that. <laughs> I take that back. I, uh, uh, anytime somebody told me I couldn't do it, I wanted to prove them wrong. So we'll scratch that one. But I've had the doubt that I couldn't do it, and I've allowed the negative influences to bring me down to make me believe that I, I couldn't do certain things. Yeah, it, it pushed me, but then it also, after you get enough beatings, it pushes you down. But I said all those things about not having time and, oh, it must be nice and all those ugly ugly thoughts and ugly suggestions and ugly seeds that were planted in my garden. I've said those things. Everybody's got time. It just depends on how you spend that time. I know you've got three kids. You're running all over the place. You're doing this. You're doing that. I get that. I know that. I live that. Get up a little bit earlier. Go to bed a little bit sooner. Plan out your meals for the week. Write out a monthly or weekly calendar to plan your events Plan your shutdown time in that time. Plan your meditative time in that time. Social media, I guarantee you're on that more than you probably should be. Substitute that for something else. If you binge watch, I don't know, whatever shows are on Netflix. I rarely ever watch that stuff. If you do, that's fine. But if you binge watch that and you tell me you don't have time, come on. Come on. How much time did you spend on that? Well, i got to stay caught up with my group of friends. They all watch it. Once again, is that a group of friends that's helping you become your best? And, uh, you know, it's good to have friends like that, you know, as far as friends that you can communicate on whatever shows you're watching, but don't say you don't have time. There's 24 hours in a day. Bill Gates has got 24 hours in a day, just like the rest of us. Yeah, Bill Gates is able to make, I don't know what he makes a day, maybe a million dollars a day or something. How is that possible? Because he spends his time right. Way back when he started planning his tomorrow today, way back when. And he's made those steps. He's failed along the way. He's made mistakes along the way. Nobody's perfect. No one is failure-proof. But he chose to plan for tomorrow. He chose to plant those seeds today. He chose to uh, disassociate with negative influences. He chose to be who he was born to be. Same with Steve Jobs. Same with um, Elon Musk. Grant Cardone. All these extremely, extremely successful people that do so much to help our society. Now, you may not agree with their, their views on certain things and this and that, and that's neither here nor there. Don't focus on the negative. Focus on what they're doing. Focus on how they are making themselves better. Success leaves clues. And the clues they're leaving it are, I want a better tomorrow. I've got to start today. All right, folks. Whew. Man, I'm pumped up. Hopefully you're pumped up from that. That was good stuff. I know I probably lost a few of you, some ride hooks and a few others. Man, I don't know about that. It's all from the heart. I mean, all from the heart. I am not perfect, nor will I ever be perfect. But gosh darn it, I've got perfect intentions. My intentions are to help you become your very best. My intentions are to share my stories with you. My successes, my multitude of failures that have led to this. But the biggest thing is the group of people, what I'm putting in my mind, my planning, my passion, my desire, my belief, and then respect for myself to be my very best. Respect yourself. Respect yourself. And if you truly respect yourself and you respect your actions and you respect your decisions and you respect the things you're doing for yourself, man, oh, man, life is going to intimately get better. Better on every imaginable level. And the people you impact, the people you surround yourself with, the people that look up to you, it's gonna get better for them too. Respect yourself, and that is the best way to serve others. That's the best way to help others live their best possible life. And as Zig Ziglar says, how do you get everything you want in life? How do you get everything you want by helping enough other people get what they want? And if you're not at your best, you're not helping enough other people. I say that from experience because I'm not always at my best. I fake it till I make it. I push through. I drive through. But ultimately, in order for me to be my best, I've got to do those things to take care of me. And Now, that may sound selfish, but once again, if I'm not sleeping properly, if I'm not getting up on time, if I'm not going to the gym, if I'm not eating properly, if I'm not having shutdown time then I'm not giving my best, and that's what it means by taking care of me. If I'm not reading my books, listening to my positive podcasts, listening to my YouTube channels, listening and planting the right seeds of positivity and motivation and inspiration and empowerment, then I'm not doing my best, and there's no way I can give my best to others. It's not easy, but you can do it. I believe in you. I want you to look at that person in the mirror and tell that person, I believe in you. You can do this. I know you can. I want the best possible life. I want to be the best representative for my family, my kids, my friends, my, my, uh, the, my followers, my tribe. I want to be the best and I'm going to start it today so I know that tomorrow it's going to happen. And once again, if you would happen to pass away today, you got nothing to worry about anyway. But let's, let's plan that you're going to live for another 20, 30, 40, 50 years. Let's make those years the best. The best of your life starts today. Folks, thank you. From the bottom of my heart, thank you so very much for taking time out of your busy day. You're busy. Everybody's busy. Everybody's busy. But the fact that you spent an hour with me means the world to me. It touches my heart like you'll never, ever know. Because if, if without an audience, you know, I'd just be talking to myself like this. <laughs> Not that I couldn't use the motivation in the talking, but... I'm sharing it, and then I want you to do the best thing you can do, share this with somebody else, and then they'll share it with somebody else, and they'll share it with somebody else, and guess what? We'll all win because we're making our society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live. Yeah, that's how we do this. That's how we do it. That's how we make a change. That's how we make a cultural shift as far as mindset, belief, positivity, inspiration, motivation, empowerment. That's how we do it. So share this with somebody who know could benefit from this message. Subscribe and download the podcast. Leave your comments and feedback. I love reading them. I'm I'm, I'm honored beyond words that you take time to reply and to give feedback. And smile. That's it. I'm going to leave you with a big smile right now. Smile. Uh-oh, smile on demand. Are you telling me to smile? <laughs> okay. Ready? Smile. There it is. There it is. Awesome. I can see it. Or maybe you can see mine. Of course, we can't, but if you envision your mind, you can. Envision a big smile. Yeah, that's what I'm envisioning. You got it. All right, folks, thank you so very much. Uh, remember, you can find our podcast online at kickinlifepodcast.com. Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, wherever you get your podcast from, we're also um, Yo Radio has picked up the podcast. So Yo Radio, good job, baby! So they've picked up the podcast, which means we're growing, which is awesome. Means we're impacting more people. Uh, my YouTube channel—it's uh, uh, what is the YouTube channel? Rich Grogan, Kicking Life Guru, all one word. Check that baby out. More and more posts are going on there, and the podcast in the very near future. We've got a few little tweaks to work out. Is going to all the podcasts will soon be on. Um, my YouTube channel. So there we go. A lot of good stuff. Of course, if you're in the Edwardsville area, make sure you come by and check out our academy, uh, our academy of life changers, what we call ourselves, because we're inspiring, empowering kids that believe in themselves, respect others, stand up to bullying, stand up for themselves, stand up for those in need to live their best possible life, their best kicking life. So check that out as well. All right, folks, thank you so very much. Until we talk again, you get out there and do your best. And I promise. You'll be your very best. God bless you. God bless your loved ones. I can't wait to talk to you again real soon. Have a great day, everybody. Bye-bye.